My grandmother's answer to everything was love. This was my Italian grandmother. If I were fighting with my brother, she'd say, love, 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 in her Italian accent, to keep me from punching him, of course. But now I know that she taught me more about love than keeping the peace. We would paint together, garden together, and take walks, looking for mushrooms and berries for cooking. And when we came home from those walks, she would clean up the best berries, sprinkle them with sugar, and serve them to me. Now I know this is love too, but then it was only a feeling. And through the years, I've learned there are all sorts of love. There's familial love, like with a grandparent or brother. There's romantic love, like you might have with a partner or even a plant you've grown for the very first time. The range of love we experienced is varied and nuanced, and it's much of the reason for how I came to write and create the Grow What You Love book and now this podcast. These works give me a voice, a means, a method to explore and share some of the things that are most important to me, with the hope that they also give you a voice and a means and a method for making your own discoveries. To help make sense of this, here's an abbreviated version of my life's timeline. Now bear with me, because while it might not seem like all of these blips on the screen of Emily Murphy's life fit together, they do. They involve a first-grade teacher, my grandmother's garden, skipping instead of walking, a college professor, and a snake. First, as a very young child, I remember overhearing my mom complain to her sister, Emily cannot walk anywhere. She only runs, skips, or hops. (sighs) Well, I'm a doer. I love to move. When I was about five, a couple things happened. We were fishing as a family at a nearby lagoon, and I had to pee so badly I couldn't hold it. So my mom, being the all-star mom that she is, walked me to the closest bushes she could find. But on the way there, I pretty much flipped out. I knew for certain there was going to be a snake in those bushes. I don't know how I knew. I just knew it. Well, my mom's response was what you'd expect. Emily, you're being ridiculous. There's not going to be a snake. So I dropped my drawers, and between my feet is a snake. In this moment, I realized listening to myself and my hunches was important even at age five. In fact, this memory is what comes to mind when I need to remind myself to listen closely and pay attention. Now, not long after this, my mom came home from my first grade parent-teacher conference saying that my teacher, Mrs. Bird, was concerned I didn't like her. Apparently, she said to my mom, Mary Ann, if looks could kill, I'd be dead. Well, this is because I was horribly shy, and Mrs. Bird made me read aloud to class. I hated it so deeply. It was when I was seven that I began living with my grandmother in the summers. The same grandmother whose answer to everything was love. She lived on a homestead in the Sonoma foothills. She kept a garden filled with sweet peas, poppies, berries, vegetables, and grapevines. Directly outside the gate of the garden was the wild. I loved stepping through that gate from the garden to the wilderness. Here two worlds converged, the world my grandmother tended and a world that was untamed and incredible. I loved the balance between these spaces and that these two worlds could not only coexist but were interdependent. It was in these days with my gram that I felt as if I learned to see the world around me with fresh eyes. Now, somewhere around fifth grade, I discovered that distance running and reading were a deep source of comfort. It was when I was running and reading I could recharge. Being the shy kid that I was, 
These were incredibly valuable tools. With running, I could move through nature and be my authentic self. And with reading, I could get lost in the stories of others. It was here between the pages of a book that I knew I had to write a book of my own one day and that the stories of others could move mountains. Now fast forward to college, where I studied botany and environmental science. Technically, my degree is in ethnobotanical resources, but it's much less confusing for people if I just leave that part out. Well, it turned out that my first botany professor, Robert Rasmussen, was also the father of one of my best friends, so I knew him well. I went to him with questions of a typical college student, finding her way, where to go from here. His message was loud and clear. He basically said, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but what good is it without a way to share what you know? A light bulb went on. I knew I needed to pay close attention to this flickering of understanding, not unlike knowing that a snake could be waiting for me the next time I went for a nature pee. It made complete sense when looking at his own life. Robert studied biology as an undergrad and received a master's in English composition before earning his PhD in phycology, the study of seaweeds, and then going on to teach. It was later in life, after working as a teacher myself, that I launched the Pass the Pistol blog. I'd spent years sharing knowledge with my students, but not necessarily my understanding of plants. So in order to turn attention back to plants, one of my own true loves, I decided to photograph and write about them. I also saw this as a tool to improve as a writer. If I was ever going to write a book, I had to write, right? Well, I'm happy to say that Grow What You Love released in 2018. It features 12 sets of seasonal ingredients to change your life and your cooking. These ingredients are the gardener's and chef's choice of plants because they're packed with flavor and they're easy to grow. Since the release of the book, I've developed two other book proposals and have gone on an extended speaking tour that includes appearances on national TV such as NBC's Today Show. I have to say the process has been cathartic and amazing. This once uberly shy kid who is not an extrovert has found herself happily outside her comfort zone. But when a friend suggested I next consider a podcast, I felt my stomach turn. Writing a blog or a book in my own little room, I could do. Taking photographs in my garden, I could do. Preparing a talk and teaching others, I could do. But a podcast? It would be like having to read aloud in Mrs. Bird's class. Absolutely terrifying. So being the kid that never walked but hopped, skipped, and jumped from one place to the other, I knew I had to do it. I also knew I had to do it for the simple reason that there's so much power in the stories of others. And when we find a way to share our stories, the things that we know and understand deeply, we all benefit. I sincerely believe we are better together. It was Russell Page in Education of a Gardener that said, if you wish to make anything grow, you must understand it and understand it in a very real sense. Here with this podcast is this opportunity. The stories shared in each podcast are fodder for growth and understanding. Grow What You Love, the podcast features the unexpected stories of people and plants. I interview musicians, artists, fashion designers, slow beauty experts and foodies, people growing community gardens and flower farms in city centers, chefs, authors, activists, gardeners, and professional athletes. My hope is that these stories embolden each of us to grow what you love. I also hope you hop on this journey with me as I find my voice in a whole new realm. There might be some bumps in the road as I figure out the artistry of interviewing and podcasting, but I figure that's part of the fun too. So thank you for listening and believing in me. 
please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give it a thumbs up if you like it, and leave a review. You can also find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, all on the Grow What You Love Mothership handle at Pass the Pistil. That's P-I-S-T-I-L as in part of a flower, as in Grow What You Love and Pass It On. You can also find my book, Grow What You Love, wherever books are sold. I'm Emily Murphy, and this is Grow What You Love. <laughs>